Hey, good afternoon, Patriots. And this is Bart's FM here on Brighton TV. Pretty interesting week when we kind of do a, a, a back path to what that has been going on. Uh, excuse the strange uh, green screen stuff going on with my headset. We've, I'm still, I'm in a second studio, so a little different stuff going on today. It'll make it look like half my head's disappearing or something. Um, we had Halloween, obviously, and then into the first of November, we just did, we just finished an pretty amazing uh, nationwide three different location events to deal with that and to try to start setting the stage towards taking back this the authorities of this nation based on that which kingdom gives us and not which the satanic order tries to dictate but all of that at the root is always about always the same things constant war the exploitation destruction and killing of children financial debt enslavement and ultimately, the, the pushing the belief that we are unworthy. So we're going to dig into all those things today as kind of a recap and a dig down and walking ahead with the authorities God gives us. Be right back after these messages. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value that do not require governments, corporations, or markets to make good on their obligations. At the top of this list of intrinsic assets is physical gold and silver. These precious metals have outlasted every failed civilization and government in human history. And they are non-digital, which means they still hold value even if the power grid fails. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals that are delivered securely and discreetly into your hands. Visit BrightionMetals.com to check their live pricing and in-stock coins and bars. Find out why they are my trusted source for physical metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. BrightionMetals.com Freedom of speech is a basic human right that has been hard won and granted to all law-abiding Americans. As such, we should not take our freedom of speech and expression for granted. This is more important now than ever before, since world governments and the mainstream media often try to suppress those whose opinions differ from the so-called official narrative. Here at RightyOnStore.com, we are dedicated to fighting for every American's right to speak their mind without the fear of censorship or suppression. That's why every purchase you make at RightyOnStore.com supports our pro-liberty video sharing platform, Brighteon.com, so we can keep bringing you all the latest unrestricted videos mainstream media doesn't want you to see. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at RightyOnStore.com today. Hey, Patriots, we're back here on Brighty on TV with Bards FM podcast. Before we get going, you know, my favorite topic, sleeping. Not really, but I do get what I do get sleep. I really value it. And the best place to get the products you need for a great sleep is mypillow.com. Mypillow.com forward slash bards or the Bards Nation promo page or landing page, our personal page. Your promo code is bards, B A R G S. And this is really the one stop shop for everything you need for a great night's sleep and all the things you need for your bedroom and bath. Right now, obviously, my, my big push is always the MyPillow 2.0. It's a fundamental necessity when you travel and when you do, when you try to get a good night's sleep. 
and it truly makes a difference. But that can go along with other things like the Giza Dream Sheets and other great products. You need to make sure you've got that those things that will help you sleep, especially in this time when there's a lot of stress in our world and a lot of craziness going on. A good night's sleep is exactly what we need to keep refreshed and keep mentally focused in this fight. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. Take advantage of those great savings that you get with that promo code. Great company, great CEO, great philosophy. Always the best for what we need in our home, our, our bedroom and our bathrooms. So check it out again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Patriots, before we get rolling today, um, we launched last night the new website, which is bardsnation.com, B-A-R-D-S nation.com. Now, this isn't just a website. Um, You'll notice that we've got, it is a new home for everything that we have as a community for Bards FM. But more than that, Bards Nation is a banner under which we're bringing into other groups across the nation uh, we've also set up a community site on here, which is very much like a hybrid between Telegram and Facebook. Now, in just in fairness, we have had such an overwhelming hit on this thing so far. We we are in the process of expanding servers already and expanding our mail input, our registration input. But this is a community. This is intended to be a location where people can come. Obviously, we have the Bards FM podcast here, and we have a lot of expansion things coming together. But the community site is super important because. In addition to the information about Bards FM, about the having a Bards store, we're going to be building a community-run store, but also the community page of the community social media section in here is designed to be able to literally build community. Uh, registration is your username, email, and a zip code, and that's going to allow us to continue to uh, build out connectivity across the nation so people can build local organizations, local groups, come together in common mind, and truly be in a place where we can extend the Bards Festivals, which is a soft launch. Just, you know, it's another website, Bards FM, BardsFest.com. We, we launched that on Wednesday. And so we have two new websites, obviously, BardsFest.com, which is all the Bards Festivals in the past, and they're all linked through BardsNation.com. So this is our new website. Encourage you to check it out. You won't be disappointed. This is truly the ministry of Bards Nation and how it is evolving. And it's going to continue to be, um, I think, just a fantastic place to grow, to come together, to build fellowship and expand the reach of the kingdom. So there you go, BarsNation.com. Check it out. Well, Patriots, I'll tell you, uh, it's been an interesting last couple weeks. And I, and obviously, I've been, um, these shows here have been have fallen off a little bit only because of my travel and the things that I've been dealing with and trying to keep up with uh, a lot of the, the uh, challenges of of doing these festivals, doing the events down in Glad Tidings and getting caught up in ranch work and other things like that. But on uh, Wednesday, if you weren't aware, Wednesday and Thursday, we had an all-night ministry and we just called it Night of Freedom and and Night of Healing and Night of Life. So we got together, we had three locations, one in Portland, outside of Portland in Hillsborough, Oregon, which is west of Portland. We had another location in Dayton, um, Ohio and one in Yuba City. Now that was in Yuba City was as Pastor Dave Bryan that had led a uh, evening service talking about the issues, the history of Halloween, and then praying into breaking the darkness and the bonds of evil that go through that night. Um, we did a lot of personal testimonies and um, a lot of that sort of rally same principles up in Hillsboro, and we had the other 
Michelle and Leah of the Resistance Chicks were doing theirs in Dayton, Ohio with a ministry team there. So really good events. We live streamed them on, on Rumble there, there. We also live streamed them on bardsfest.com. And the thing about these events is that they were coming together. It's actually done very quickly. We put it together in about two weeks. It turned out really well. We were able to get a lot of the, uh, the prayers going and the focus going to literally break the control that the demonic has over Halloween. This kind of this leads me into the place of where we have to start really looking. I don't think we do a good job right now of acknowledging the power of the spiritual war in our lives. I talk about it all the time, but I think as a collective whole, we're a little bit remiss in realizing how significant that is. Um, this is something that over the years, our language has become corrupted, our, our, our teachings in our churches have become corrupted. So many things have become corrupted based on the demonic principles and, and objectives that we really diminished the strength of ourselves in this world and turned ourselves into something quite other than what God intended. And that's just because we're giving away authority and we're not walking in the authorities that were given to us by God. Probably hot on the list of everybody's mind is this war in Israel. And you're seeing the encampments line up to try to support one side or the other. I think there's a couple things worth noting, and it's, it's extremely important to note this. We are dealing with a fight that's actually being engineered by the same people. And in many ways, shapes, or form, what they're trying to get everybody to do is to hate each other and to see nation states war to ultimately lead the entire world into some sort of global world war. And in so doing, cause such blood damage and generational rifts that it will never, ever be able to be recovered. That's ultimately the goal and plan of everything deep state and everything that uh, this sort of global mafia of criminal cabal wants us to do. So I say all this and I'm going to be upfront about it. I expect, honestly, if you're, if you haven't been listening to my channel and if you haven't on other places, and if you are one of those, it's very much in the side of trying to wave the Israeli flag. You are as mis misaligned and misconceived as those speaking out against Israel and taking the side of Hamas. This is a political battleground right now that's being used to exploit emotions and people's feelings and their deep programming to develop long-term issues of hate and, and disruption to literally pit both sides to the middle. And that's literally known as the Ouroboros. The Ouroboros is the symbol of the snake or dragon with its tail in its mouth and eating itself. And that's literally the principle here. And it's also, by the way, was one of the principles of Mossad, uh, Israeli intelligence at one point, which was by deception, we wage war both ends to the middle. So you have to understand that this is very much a principle of intelligence agencies heavily handed in all of this to try to literally sink the world into a pit of fire and hell so that they can then break people's trust and will in government, break them down so far that they can then roll out a new one world government. And this is pretty much their final battle. This gets people a little uneasy, especially when it's so much of the doomsday prophecy, revelationist end of world theories have been so indoctrinated and inculcated into our world. It's a very difficult place for people sometimes to walk. And I understand that from the standpoint of it's what you're accustomed to but in truth, when you listen to the, especially revelation theory of in the end of times, revelation theory, you're not really dealing with the heart of Jesus. You're dealing with the heart of destruction. And I have people push back on this all the time. And I'm just, you know, I'm at the point I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I really, 
I get tired of watching people get deceived to such a level. And people will say, well, this is God's thing. And it's really not, because if you look at the history of all of this, where it, where it really kicks off is the sinking of the Titanic. And in the war that we're dealing with right now, in this epoch, in this era, which we're seeing a transition of eras, the sinking of the Titanic happens to be one of those critical events that when it happened, the people who were involved in that were getting rid of their opposition to creating a Federal Reserve money system, which was all based on Babylonian debt magic. And so those that died on the Titanic were part of the opposition against that sort of maneuver. So it became a pretty quick gateway with the, as they got rid of some of their elites that wanted very much to uh, get in the way of this. And, they, uh, and so they sunk the Titanic, took those out, and those that were in, on board with setting up this new monetary system were literally put in such a place that they could... Um, I'm adjusting the camera here, but they, they, they had a free reign to move ahead. And so a number of things happen as we move forward. And what those things look like is they introduced, it, they injected the concepts in the, in, in the religious section. They injected the concepts in the education system. And they moved forward aggressively with an idea that there was, including the purchase of the land in Israel, which was done by the Rothschilds to set up this nation state. And then to be able to move forward in such a degree that people would believe that there would be an end of world Armageddon war in the Middle East to wipe everybody out. And that there would then be this new world of this new era of peace that would follow or judgment, however you want to look at that. So, I mean, it's what we come out of this is, is a lie. Okay. I mean, the fundamental lie is that we have been, we're pitting each other, we're pitting religions against each other. And religions against each other begin with a lie because God doesn't do religions. He does, it is a faith in him and it's a faith in the walk of Christ. Now, I can say I've, I've run into this enough. I know this is going to trigger some people and it's, I'm just going to challenge you to start taking what you are comfortable with and start rethinking some of these ideas because it's not, um, we have to be bigger than the problem right now because we're walking into a massive trap. One of those things of being bigger than the problem is to understand that the people you're contending against these, what we call the deep state cabal, the, the global, global criminal cabal, however you want to reference it, these people have unlimited resources to do the sorts of things they want to do. They control the media, they control the, the power of deception and perception in the world at a magnitude that you and I typically can't even imagine. And so it's very easy to engineer events to make them look like something and easy to twist and turn the words to shape them to be something in our hearts and minds so that we become accepting of the lie. And that's exactly where we are right now. We're seeing this war unravel. Israel as a government is a is all comes from its root of, of the Khazarian Mafia, the Ashkenazi Jew, and also the, the principles of Ukraine. So it shouldn't surprise anybody that you're seeing Israel crop up as Russia has managed to decimate Ukraine and squeeze out that, or at least squeeze down to a, hopefully a removal of the this Kazarian Mafia group that has been responsible for so much of the horrors around the world. And that would include things like the bioweapons labs who are being funded by the Department of Defense to develop bioweapon systems and genomic weapon systems to be used against Russia, as well as there's indications that that's literally where this whole vaccine COVID nonsense was incubated, was over there as well. So that doesn't even touch the child sex trafficking section, the, the 
adoptions for, for global people for the purposes of their, of their sexual fantasies with children, their forced slave birthing clinics, all of these things existed within Ukraine. So the war is now pivoted to another, you know, to Israel, if you will. And so right away, we have all this rhetoric about how horrible Hamas is. There's at this point in this war, there's over 3,500 children that have been killed. And I don't care what side you're on. I don't care whether it's Hamas or Israel. There's no justification for that period. This is just a genocide. And when you start to get into children and you start to try to justify war through the death of children, I would really caution you to go too quickly down that path. I think that uh, gets to a place of, of blasphemy and a, and, a, and a consequence before God that I think would be greater than most want to deal with. I mean, whoever does harm to the little ones deserves a millstone. And that's one of the only places in the Bible that we're given a crime and a punishment. And that's what we're dealing with in the Middle East. You're dealing with two factions over there in, in some, the Israeli government and Hamas, that don't walk with Jesus. They just walk with hate in their heart. And their whole principle here is to sacrifice as many innocents as they can because this the blood of the innocents is what fuels their power in this world to gain power of developing a one world order and a one currency. You control the currency, you control the world, and that's ultimately where they're going with this. The war over there is intentionally dark and draconian. So I'm Obviously, there's interesting discussions going around some of the bombings of these hospitals where they're talking about how Hamas has a bunker in the basement. I don't care how many ways you dice that. There's no right in that on either side, to be clear. Okay, putting a bunker in a basement or an operational bunker in the basement, first of all, you're asking for what you're going to get. Secondly, Israel, to bomb a hospital like that, you're doing what you know is absolutely morally wrong. And as we dig into this more and more, what we begin to find is that there's just so many hands being played into the same pot. Israel has supported Hamas in the past, and that's a hard pill for people to swallow. And with that, we can pretty much track money to find that intelligence agencies stood up for Hamas. Now, in the interest of this, while we're talking about all the Iranians that are the evil, Hamas being some evil extension of the Iran, Iran uh, dynasty over there, what isn't being discussed is Iran's also one of the fastest growing Christian communities in the Middle East. So again and again, we come to these places of having to start facing the fact that a lot of the lies are ultimately about trying to wipe out everything that would be good and empower everything that has rejected God. And that's at the center of everything. You have a you have an issue right now, right now in Israel, where it's difficult to even speak the word Jesus out there without having somebody over there trying to cast you out. Because Israel is not based on a Christian view, it's based on a, a Talmud view which is a Babylonian text. And with that comes the agreement to have to support pedophilia for children. And, and that may be difficult to take, but it's the reality of what we're dealing with. So it's not about a government. It's not about politics. This has to be about people. So I keep hearing this thing of like, I want to stand with the Jews. I want to stand with this. God did not create a two-tier system. Christ was never about a two-tier religion. That was Pharisees nonsense. So if we're if you're one of those that's believing this, that there's somehow this elite little group of people under God's rule that they're so uber special and you're not, but you're going to be given the right to walk with them, you've missed pretty much the core message of the Bible, and you've missed the core message of what Jesus Jesus's sacrifice was about. So I really, for my position, it's just like people need to grow up and they need to start getting serious about what's on, on at stake here because when you're going to start walking in and taking a side, whether it's Hamas or whether it's it's Israel. And I keep hearing this. We're told to pray for Israel. Here's the thing. And, and 
I'm going to leave a lot of this for a discussion we're having early next week with Pastor Brad Cummings is coming on to talk about that whole issue. In fact, he was on Mike Adams' show. And if you haven't seen Pastor Brad Cummings' interview with Mike Adams, go check it out. Re- watch it. Because it's, it's, it's a complete mis- misread and it's a misdirection, a deception within the Bible, the way it's being spoken of. Israel's not a place. Israel's a part of our heart. And it's part of the church where the church actually sits. It doesn't sit in stone walls. It sits in the reality of our heart and the way we walk in the world. And this is the fight ultimately we're in. It's the spirit of life versus the spirit of death. We go to David and he wants to build God a temple and God says, I don't want a temple. God just wants to have a tent out with the people. I mean, this is really what we're dealing with here. We've, we've built up churches to be temples to God and in so doing, we've shut him off and the dead stone walls don't contain the Holy Spirit and don't contain the glory of, the, of heaven. It becomes a doctrinal word-based issue of obedience and not the not the glory and the power of, of the Holy Spirit and the, miracle, and the miracle God. So we're dealing with something very different. You get into Ezekiel 34, God talks about the judgment of the shepherds. And the first two things that God talks about in there is in the judgment of the shepherds, it's they who have not been healing the sick or the broken. But our churches don't teach that. They don't teach this idea of miracle healing, of the idea of that principled short list, as Pastor Dave Bryan would say, of casting out demons, raising the dead, healing the sick, and then spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not necessarily in that order either. Those are our fundamental roles and missions here on this earth. So when we start talking about a war over there, that's dealing with two groups of people that ultimately are satanic in the, at their root because of how they see the world. Muslims are their own challenge because they see they've been easily manipulated in this place. And they've been easily manipulated by the world powers and they're not seeing it because they're playing into this spirit of injustice in them, the spirit of being enslaved and the spirit of being, un, being having the world treat them as unworthy. And they fueled emotion and hate when all of this went on. What they really are missing is the understanding of forgiveness and the power of having somebody have died for you on the cross to give you forgiveness to go into heaven. So Muslims deal with the idea that forgiveness doesn't come until the end of their life. That's when judgment comes after they live and they die. And Christ gives us forgiveness the minute we accept him. So there's so many pieces here that are at play that are so important to understand in the movement of things that only that they're not talking to us about in the mainstream media, which is no surprise, that people though on themselves are not talking about enough because at the end, the whole objective is to pit two religions against each other, which will fuel a global war and in so doing, wipe out many, many people. There's no preferred class. And then people will willfully accept this one world religion nonsense. And in the one world religion principle, then everybody becomes enslaved forever. Now, just as a high mark, I'll probably get some fatwa put on me for this, but whatever. Um, for Islam, it's, I think it should be looked at and ask yourself why it is in Islam that the war is against, willful wars against Christians. Why is that? And it's, it's an interesting point if you reflect, because governments are supporting Islam and crushing Christians. And if Islam, if is those in the Muslim faith would take a moment and ask that question, I think you start would start to reveal a deeper truth as to what the real motive is and how you're being used and manipulated to ultimately set your own selves up for a, a level of enslavement and persecution that you've never imagined. So it's time for us to kind of step back and, and take a look at the world view from a very measured and Jesus way, start giving ourselves eyes to see 
and reflect very deeply on what it is because at the core of all things is children. So as they go around starting wars and we're sitting over here waving the flag, I'm with Israel, I'm with Hamas, I'm going to put up a billboard that says I'm with Hamas, I'm going to put up another billboard that says I'm with Israel, just nonsense. There's over 3,500 children that are dead and that should make everybody sick. And that's telling you where the army's minds are. It's telling you what you're supporting at the end of the day. And I'm not taking sides as to who's lost more of each, but I'm telling you that's the objective to get to the root of wiping out children, sacrificing children. Why? Because the blood of the innocent is very powerful in their world, as I said earlier. And all of this is a gearing up to get their blood sacrifice blessing to roll in the new world order, the concept of one currency, and the, and the concept of one world government. That's coming. I mean, that's from their viewpoint, it's coming. I don't think it has to be, and I don't think that it will become that easy, but that's what they're trying to do. So let's be reasoned. Let's think it through. Let's take a breath. Don't jump on the bandwagon of war. If you haven't been to war especially, take a breath. You don't know what you're talking about. You can dream all you want, but Hollywood doesn't portray the truth of what the cores of war can be, and they are real. And we don't need more of it. We need less, but we need less to a point where we can find peace and unity through him. We're going to be right back after these messages. Um, I took a fall from a ladder fixing my Christmas tree and tore my ACL up pretty good. Had a small tibial plateau fracture and quite a bad bone bruise and some meniscal tears. A month or two afterwards, uh, I had heard about the Juvent and uh, got a hold of one and tried it. Talked to my orthopedic surgeon, we weren't really sure that it was ever going to happen, but um, but I, I feel strong enough and stable enough that I can take it on now. So. To learn more about this micro-impact platform, go to juvent.com. want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic lab-tested storable food solutions from the Health Ranger store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At healthrangerstore.com, you'll find certified organic, lab-tested, freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater. And our Ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long-term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. The overarching purpose of any state board of education is to ensure students receive a quality education. Well, when the COVID fiasco came upon us, the state board in Oregon eliminated the requirements for high school students to prove proficiency in math and English in order to graduate. 
That was supposed to be for two years, but the Oregon State Board just extended that policy for the next five years. In the name of social progress, the State Board claims that schools rely too heavily on standardized tests and that the tests are burdensome and misapplied. Read a little deeper, if you're able, and we see the board believes that proficiency tests are unfair to students of color because students from minority backgrounds struggle to meet the state's proficiency standards. We're talking about assessments that show whether students can read, write, and do math. Saying that students have graduated and sending them into the world without verifying these skills is irresponsible at best. Hey, Patriots, we're back here with Bards FM podcast on Bright on TV. One of the things that we do have to be aware of is we are dealing with psychopaths, and psychopaths have a tendency of doing psychopathic things. In addition, just to the normal threat levels that are going up with storms and other events. So that brings up preparation, especially with our electronics. And that's EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. This is an amazing product that's developed by veterans all made in America, all tested in the best American labs. And this is a product designed to protect your electronics in case of an EMP or thunder, thunder strikes, lightning strikes, and uh, I said lightning strikes, not thunder, thunder's noise. It's lightning strikes or solar flares. And it'll take you through an EMP level one, two, or three. These are devices that are great insurance. And I'd highly recommend you check one out in this period of time. There's just a lot of unknowns in our world that it, and even if it ends up being a, a lightning strike, you still know that you're going to be able to survive it. They have products for your vehicle, ATVs, RVs, your solar systems, standalone generators, your your household, world, all wide. I mean, and it, and they're different products for each one as far as size, but they install the same. Great library, resource library on both their documentation on certification and in their installs. So check it out. Go to empshield.com empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You'll get $50 off in free shipping. It's worth the money. And it's they're definitely worth getting them installed in your house and your, and your vehicles. It's just peace of mind that you need, and especially in this day and age. So again, empshield.com, empshield.com, promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Now, Patriots, the other thing I wanted to highlight here is that we also launched, in addition to BARDSNation.com, and the new community site, which I'd encourage you to get over and sign up for. Be a little patient as we deal with a massive surge of people, which is incredible. I mean, we did have, just to give you an idea, last night we had a surge that we had a good, we have a good server set up and our server started to slow down within an hour and we overran our registration email system within an hour. So that gives you the surge level we're getting at. So we're dealing with those adjustments, which is always a good thing to have right now. But it's a great site, great community building site. But in addition to that, we also launched BardsFest.com. BardsFest.com. This is a, a, a site for the events of BardsFest. We've had three major events, and then we just had this regional pop-up event we just did. This is going to be a place where you can go back and relive the events. We have all the videos and live streaming from them. We have the photographs from them. And we also have information on upcoming events as they start to be scheduled. So an important part of who we are in this ministry is we bring that into the into the world, not just online. And these are events where people can come together, build community, and of course, then the supporting element of that of Bars Nation is then we can continue those communities online. So 
and that connectivity. So head on over to bardsfest.com. I think you'll be very pleased. And it's a great way to kind of see the deeper part and the richer part of the people and the community that Bards Nation is so has built in so well in the beauty of what we're doing. So again, bardsfest.com and bardsnation.com for all that you're going to need. Patriots, it's all about the children. I think that's the hardest thing that people are having to come to grips with is just how deep and dark this child issue is. Obviously, we are dealing with murders of children in the Middle East at an unprecedented level. 3,500 plus by UNICEF is noted, and that's from this war. And, and it doesn't, I'm not even going to say who's killing more because at this point in time, it just seems like you have one side, like I mentioned in the previous half hour, that might want to put a bunker in the bottom of a hospital and another side that's willing to destroy the hospital. This is the insanity of the way people are and think, and it's all at the core of what this is about. It's a sacrifice of innocence to generate the momentum they need to bring in their new world order. And that in itself is dark sickness, indeed. So I, I think that as we kind of do a pan around and look at some of the things that are happening, which is important to realize that the world is falling apart as we know it. We have a, a world that is based to a large degree on a Babylonian system. It's been built on debt slavery. It has been built on a very well-engineered program to keep people from waking up. That comes from our entertainment industry. That comes from our social media sites. It comes from our phones and all of these things designed very specifically to keep people in the dark, people keep people enslaved and keep people walking in lockstep with the deep state agenda. That's falling apart. And a lot of that's coming about through a greater awakening. And quite frankly, one of the greatest awakenings that is happening isn't what we call the great awakening, but really what is a great spiritual awakening is people awaken to the greatness of the body of Christ. And walking in Christ is far different than just seeing being obedient to the word in our pulpits and our pews, in our pews and our churches, our dead stone walls. Going on once a week is what we're talking about. We're talking about a dedication in the walk that we make with God that is constant, perpetual, in, and in all things. I want to read to you John 15, and a, a portion of it anyway, to let you kind of get a perspective on where I'm coming from today on this. And it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain in me and I will remain in you, just as no branch can, be, can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith, unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears, the, bears much fruit, for otherwise apart from me, that is cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broke, broken off branch and withers and dies. And the great and they they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united by and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. I have loved you and just as the father has loved you. Remain in me, remain in my love, and do not doubt my love for you. If you keep 
my commandments and obey my teaching. You will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your, your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. This is the obedience and this is the surrender to him. And in this point in time, there's just so much going on here that is literally creating the, what we might call from a, from a, a true gardening point of view, these extended, these suckers, these, these things that grow out of the main root and, may, and the main trunk that drain down the energy and keep us out of alignment with him. If you've grown tomatoes, you know what I'm talking about. You have the suckers that grow out and you have to trim them back because otherwise the main body, the main fruit will not grow as, as bold and as good. And so you have a lot of these that come out and try to move and drain and they end up draining the plant down. We're really walking that way with God. And it's a fundamental issue that makes it essential for us to understand what our true power and anointing can come from when we truly give ourselves into him. I've read some comments through people of trying to justify these wars, especially the war against children and the deaths of children as if that these children weren't murdered, they were killed. These children are being murdered in the United States, I'm sorry, in the, in the Middle East, as the children here in the United States that are being trafficked or being sexually abused or being used as sacrifices. These are other types of murder. It's a murder of the spirit, it's a murder of the body, the mur murder of the flesh. Children are the currency of the world. And that's something that we just can't beat home enough for people to understand and to realize that what we're truly dealing with right now is, a, is such an evil that it pleasures itself in the horrors and the nightmares of its torture of children. Now, Halloween 31st, which we took back, by the way, and we declared Halloween to be that of a, of a day of freedom going forward. In fact, next year, I think we're going to be declaring the entire month of, of October as Thanksgiving and the entire month of November as, no, as harvest in the good way. But Halloween is, is one of the darkest nights of the year. It's Sam Hain, and that starts actually the week before. And it's all about the spirit world. It's all about the dark demonic. And it's all ultimately about blood sacrifices and the sacrifices of children. People take it lightly. They don't, they don't walk in the place of worrying as much about it. They try to say, well, we're going to do different things. We're still going to enact it, but there's no devil here to worry about. The spiritual fight that we're in is very real. And how we operate in that is very real. When you're dealing with an enemy that's trying to rape, murder, and kill your children, it's probably pretty good to understand that we're going to have to do a lot to counteract that as parents and as a collective community in the body of Christ. But children are the currency and the commodity which they gain their power. So the Middle East war is, for me, is not about politics. It's about the summing up of what's really being destroyed and what it is that they're trying to do. They're trying to create the trauma in children that they will never be the same. They're trying to destroy and murder children to gain the blood sacrifice. And all of this is to designed ultimately, as I mentioned in the previous half hour, to bring in this new world order with the currency and the one world order blessed by the sacrifice of the blood of innocence. This is a sad time and it's a point where people have to start really choosing whom do you serve. Not an easy thing to say. When you think that you're serving somebody and discover then that you probably have not been doing as we're expected. We are in a moment in our history where we have to level up and decide where we're going to be walking in this time. And unfortunately, there's too much willingness to want to always get into wars. I'm really not sure where that comes from, other than the fact that I think if we, if we go to the principle of 
of the garden and we look at if we were to look at Eve and the serpent as an ambush and we see Eve literally being ambushed by a serpent and then that separates the man and the woman to where the woman takes the blame and the man's hearts then open up to the the spirit of war and it, it, it extends from there you just see this constant history of warfare within societies war is not part of kingdom in the normal sense and our responsibilities here in this time is to walk mightily with God and to let him be our hands. But if you want to defeat this enemy, like we're talking about, which is massive, but I don't care whether it's ISIS in the Middle East or ISIS here in the States, Hamas in the Middle East or Hamas here. If you want to get into the enemy's camps, cartels, you're going to have to find a way to start doing a couple of things. Yes, there's military action that can remove them, but you're not getting to the root of the problem. What's the root of the problem? These groups are being funded by child sex trafficking, by drug use. So the United States is the number one consumer of child sex or child pornography, and it's the number one market for child sex trafficking. So where does Hamas fit into that? And so if we're looking at this and saying, well, we're being invaded by the southern border, we have this or that coming in. We're the ones that are consuming the child horrors in this nation. What do we expect? We are trying to, we're literally sowing the bed that we sleep in and then wondering why when we get up in the morning, we smell and we have sores on our body. I mean, and just to use a simple metaphor, this is a dark time and it's time that we have to start reaching accountability to who we are and how we walk in this world. And that means that we have to start coming to grips with the fact that 70 plus percent of all pastors consume pornography. 80% of men consume pornography. We have children under the age of 16, actually lower than that, under the age of 12. It's like 80% of those children have been exposed to hardcore pornography. This is the corruption at the root. And as we get into this deeper corruption with this, we begin to realize just that it's something that is rotting the principles are a moral base in this nation. That's why it's so easy to step in and, and to, for the evil to step in and offer alternatives. They don't have to tear down God. They just need to say God's world is broken while they point actually to the work they've done. But they point to us and say, you're broken, you're a sinner, you're not worthy. And then people go along with this and say, well, God's not doing anything for me. So I'm going to jump over here and what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to not do it, this God thing, but I'm going to do where I can gain power in this world. How do you gain power in this world? Apparently with the Satanists, what they believe is you sacrifice kids. It's sickening. And it's there's no real way around this other than to hit it and go right, right at it. So again, how do we stop this? We have to get to the root. And the root is us. And as we get into the root of us, this is one of these very dark places. We have to start facing the fact that the behaviors of a nation reflect the nation as a whole. So 80% of men are addicted to porn. We're going to see the outcome of that. Objectification of women, objectification of everything in our lives, higher instance of materialism, the de depletion of spiritual base, all of these comes in out byproduct of pornography addictions. And most importantly, the devaluation of children, which then opens the doors, regardless of the fact that we can prove with, with pornography addictions, we can prove the fact that as a man begins, woman too, but I'm going to pick on men because there's more men addicted to porn. But women, you're not excused because it's one of the fastest growing porn industries out there is women being addicted to porn. 
But anyway, as men become indoctrinated in this, over time, there's a depletion of being a man. You're, you're compromised. And your world is objectified. And then what you're trying to do is you're trying to, you're not only compromised, but the trajectory over pornography addictions is that you arrive, people arrive at the point of consuming child sex for, for pornography, child pornography. It happens every time. It's a dark, dark progression. So what do we expect from a nation? Where, where will the men be? Broken and stuck off to the side because they've lost their will to fight for what's really what we're supposed to be fighting for, which is the true integrity of children, the protection of children. There's no more noble fight in the world. And yet you can't fight that in your heart if you've been compromised because you can't give your full heart to it because you know that you're, you know that you're fighting against something that you have already violated. So how do we get to the, where we need to be? And that's literally accepting Jesus and coming to repentance and breaking these porn addictions off. We have to do it. It's not, a, it's not something we can do lightly. We have to take it as a national effort because as long as the market exists, the, the supply will continue. Drug dealers, if you want to talk about something, if you talk to a drug producer in, the, in Central or South America, this is what they'll typically tell you. We grow a product, you consume it. So we're simply meeting a demand for a product, which is absolutely true. You may not like the fact that fentanyl is coming across the border. I hate it. You may not like the fact that you've got cocaine flowing across the border. I hate it. You may not like the fact that you've got all sorts of other drugs coming across the border. It's horrible. It's destroying our nation. But it's also being done by our hand. And until we start to get our head around that, we're going to continue to be waylaid by these attacks because we're not able to give a true sense of who we are as a nation, the strong moral base that we used to be is being weakened and broken to such a degree that we are simply compliant to the objectives designed to destroy us and then we participate in them. So the root, what is the root? It's children. And by doing this, they're corrupting the ability for heaven to come into this world, for God to give us his blessings, for us to live in harmony, for us to live in a better place. And trying to convince us that there's evil lurking everywhere, which quite frankly there is, as long as you have one of the key things here, which is pornography going. It changes your behavior. It changes the people's lens on the world. changes how their heart sees the world, how they love, how they act. It's a rot. So we have to get over this. And we have to get to these roots of where we can really stop it. And the other part of this fight is not just kinetic. And I think it's important to realize that one of the ways you destroy an enemy's camp is by using that which the enemy fears the most or at least pushes back on. And what is that? In our case, that is the acceptance of Jesus. Now, someone's going to ask, I'm sure, like, well, how do you intend to get to these people? Evangelism on the street, bottom line. You're not going to get to everybody, but all you have to do is get to the couple right ones that end up changing that the rest of the group follows. How do you get to cartels? Well, same thing. You have to get to their heart. You have to understand what Jesus offers. And when you start getting those places together, they start understanding all this, you're going to see some conversions. There was a fantastic piece on the web the other day of an ISIS fighter that was touched by Jesus. He broke down crying. He'd never heard of anything called forgiveness before death. And in doing so, he walked away from Islam. It's an ISIS fighter, by the way. That's not just a miracle. It's a function of who we are as people, in the, as children of the Most High. But in truth, where we are going right now as a nation is a choice between 
being living in the spirit of life or living in the spirit of death. We have to make that choice. And if we can't make that choice with the heart of life, the generations of children to be born and coming will build that curse of death around them and it will carry on and it will be on our hands. The stakes could not be higher. So for those that are sitting in the camp of like, well, Jesus is going to come to fix it. We're in an era right now that we have a responsibility to get involved in that fixing, get our hands dirty, minister to people. And it doesn't have to be ministering into a fight of war. Like I said, it begins in your home. It begins in your neighborhoods. And how do you affect the world? Literally, if you want to affect the world, we have to save the children. And how do we save the children? We have to get rid of the rot of those things that are destroying the very foundation of who children are. And that ends up being one of the critical things is, is pornography and the other ones is drugs. Because there you start to build the root of how to rebuild a family. And we need more fathers. We need true mothers. We need mother and father together. All of that. But this darkness that slurks under this that we don't want to look at, we don't want to acknowledge as a national sickness, a national cancer, is the exploitation in images of the innocence that objectifies everything in our world and opens the gateways up to the many other horrors, including drugs that flow in. Let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you for this moment that we're in and just ask that a moment of grace and mercy upon this nation for the falling that we have done that truly is a place where we are having to make a choice out of whom we serve. So Father, we just raise up the hearts right now to seek you, to raise up our hands and say amen, to submit to you and to walk truly in the purity of the body of Christ, to seek repentance for these things that we have done in particular in the home, in particular with pornography and addictions like this, sexual addictions, to break those chains and break those bonds and to step in and see the rise of the mighty men of God that will maybe few in the beginning, but many in the end, that will stand up and lead others to that salvation and free a nation from the bondage and darkness that has corrupted its very heart and soul. Guide us, Father, in this hour. Lead us and bless us. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Lots of things at the core of this that we have to fix, but the most fundamental thing is to start respecting the root of who we should be, and that's walking with Jesus and cherishing the little ones. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, I will see you here next week, same time, same place. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now.